love you. Welcome back to the couch, potatoes. I am the green traveler from Gush. And from whatever region you are aiming for. And I... I'm old, shunny! <laughs> <laughs> old? Your name is Old Sunny? It's nice to meet you. Oh, I don't <laughs> like you youngsters. You and your stupid dad jokes. <laughs> Well, you know, everybody was tired of your ancient ancestor jokes, so we moved on. (gasps) (laughs) I am the Faceless Leon. This is uh, Green and Faceless on the Couch. And it's podcast about movies and TV. We've been talking about Batman a lot. Yeah, we in the Batman playlist still. And we're inviting his good friend, Mr. Freeze, yet again for another week. His best, best friend. This is... Batman and Robin again, Sub Zero. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it, in regards to like uh, screen time, it should be Robin and Mister Freeze, Sub Zero. Yeah. Like Robin is more Robin and Batgirl are a little more important than Batman is in this one. Batman kind of takes say. a back seat until the third act. Yeah. Um. You know, you're gonna have to uh, correct me slash uh, answer this question. Are Robin and Barb ever romantically romantically entangled as they are in this film? Uh, quite often, quite I do. Often. Um, I don't want to. I could be entirely wrong about this, but I believe this was the first time when they are actually romantically involved. I, I don't remember if uh, if prior to this they had a relationship or not. I mean, they might have. You know, it's it's nineteen ninety eight is when this came out. One year after Batman right. and Robin, it was supposed to come out the same year as Batman and Robin. It was supposed to come out as a tie in, oh. but that movie sucked so bad that they were like, "We should probably scrap that project." <laughs> <laughs> people, people did not like that film, and so uh, yeah, they they scrapped it for a year to give it some some space, breathing room. some time, yeah, some breathing room indeed. <laughs> and they uh, then they went forth with this. And uh, this is more uh, more of a direct sequel to the animated shows uh, right. episode of Mister Freeze, as opposed to the being in the same universe as the Joel Schumacher film. What, what, what um, right? Yes, it definitely feels like it's yeah. in the same universe as the animated series. Yeah. yeah, except for I don't remember Barb and Dick being into each other. I don't remember that. Except for yeah, Mets. I don't. I don't remember either. And it's very weird too because like um, the first time you in this movie that you get the hint that Dick is interested in Barbara is because Jim Gordon is just like there's a lot of men looking after my young lady <laughs> you gotta you know you gotta step up Dick you know there's a there's a long line but you're at the front pal right. and then Barbara shows up and he's just like hey what the fuck are you doing kid <laughs> get away from my dog <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Jim is kind of weird in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is a little weird, and he's he's uh, voiced by Bob Hastings here. I believe Bob Hastings was the animated shows um, hey, Jim Gordon too. I could I be mean, wrong. They use the same animation style, so and you I, got you got Kevin Conroy like back as Bruce. Um, you got Michael and Sarah coming back from the animated series episode as Victor Freeze, Mister Freeze. Um, I don't know about Lauren Lester as Dick Grayson. I, you know, I don't know if he was the animated shows 
Nightwing or uh, no, Robin, I mean. But this is a new Barbara Gordon. This is a new Batgirl voice. Because, uh, fun fact, this might surprise my mom if she's listening. Uh, Batgirl in the animated show was originally voiced by Melissa Gilbert. Uh, Laura on uh, uh, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever told my mom that, and I don't know why because I, she loves Little House on the Prairie. So like that would have been an easy way to be like, you want to watch Batman the animated <laughs> series with me? It's got yeah. Laurie Ingalls. <laughs> yeah, and then they have to wait for like what three seasons or whatever until Batgirl shows right. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have no idea how long that show is, but as a kid, it seemed like forever. Yeah, I think they only did two seasons, but very, very long seasons. Yeah, because every TV show is at least 24 season, episodes long a season. Well, I, I feel, I, I think the Batman the Animated Series, like, here, I can pull it up real quick, but I think they had two seasons that were both, like, 60 episodes <laughs> long. Jesus. Okay, no, not 60 episodes. That's an overshoot. Two seasons, 85 episodes. So about 40 episodes each. Okay, that's still quite a lot. Oh, actually, once I scroll down further, uh, season one had 65 episodes. Season two had 20. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Why'd they cut that one so short? That's sad. Uh, maybe the animators were like, hey, we cannot keep up this schedule. <laughs> right, it's too grueling, damn it. And then it was replaced, and this is uh, this is kind of the, um, the turning point for the animated series, because I think after Sub-Zero, um, it became the new Batman, mm. the new Batman Adventures, something like that. I like, see. it was a new show, and they stopped doing Cell animation after this film, uh, this film, I, I, I couldn't find anywhere online, but it didn't feel like it was all cell animation. It felt like there was some CGI. Oh, there was definitely some effects. CGI. Yeah. Definitely. But, and, but yeah. I do like the way it was blended in. It was very well done for this period for a mix. I thought, it, yeah, that's that's fair. For this period, yes. I feel like it's a little dated. Because oh, when, I, when, the, when those moments happened, I felt a little nauseous because they looked kind of Right. It, it, there's a little bit of uncanny valley with it. Yeah. That's the problem. But it was just it's just weird because I was trying to look up the animation style to see if, you know, how much was cell, how much was CGI, and I couldn't find anything. The only thing I could find was that it was mostly cell and that it was the last one of the the animated I think in the Batman animated universe that's cell animation. So that's kind of a a, a sad little That's very factual because I love cell I love cell well, animation. I, I like, don't know I know for certain anything that had a character in it was cell animation, but right. there were like definitely like vehicles that it was either computer assisted or something. I don't know. It yeah, reminded me yeah. of Transformers when we were growing up. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I didn't watch that show as much, but I definitely, yeah, it definitely right. has. A bit of that feel. That polygon um, feel. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of polygons in there. <laughs> I didn't I, I think I forgot to mention uh, Barbara Gordon, um, Melissa Gilbert was replaced in this by Mary Kay Bergman. And those are the, the four main voice actors that we've you know mentioned here. Um, so I guess to uh, synopsize real quick, Batman and Mr. Free Sub Zero. Uh, if you don't know the Mr. Freeze story, uh, if you didn't watch the Batman Robin episode of ours, his wife 
has a deadly condition, deadly disease or whatever. Um, and in the process of trying to save her, Victor Freeze practically froze his whole body and became yeah, Mr. Freeze. Something like that. Yeah, he's got to wear like a containment suit so that he doesn't uh, unthaw and die himself. And he's hell-bent on saving his wife. Hell-bent. Hell-bent. And hell is a place of ice in, in, <laughs> in his world. Uh, but he's living hes living somewhere cold with a couple of polar bears as friends. And, you know, he's got his wife in a cave. Did we get the names of these polar bears? Oh, well, that's interesting. If they named the polar bears. There was one, there was one named Shaka. There was, there was one that's that he right. called Shaka. Shaka and Garaka. That's that's made up. And hopefully, oh, I thought I thought you had found um, Shaka and Garaka. I, I did want to mention that he's not just there with his wife while while you're taking the time to look that up. He's also there with his friend named Why aren't they on the the cast list on Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, he's living with an Inuit boy. Was it Mariko? No. That was um, the scientist that he that helped Batman figure out that it's freeze by pure coincidence. Ah. It is the most coincidental thing in the movie. Ooh, anyway, <laughs> son Kunak. Kunak, thank you. Why is he not on? The... Yeah, they didn't. They didn't list his voice actor. That's sad. List. Wow. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's on. Um, I am the maybe. I'll, I did I'll find the other polar bear's name was it. Nachka. Nachka and Shaka. Nachka and Shaka. Yeah. And uh yeah, and Mr. Freeze is living up there when a couple of dickheads uh raise their submarine up into his cave unknowingly. Yeah, that was real shitty. Yeah, like I mean uh, it's like it's shitty but at the same time it's like they didn't know anybody was there. <laughs> oh, I thought they talked about freeze for some reason but i wasn't paying super they much may have yeah I, I i was like I, I was also making a peanut butter and jelly during that scene so it's like it's possible that they're like freeze is there let's fuck this world up <laughs> but like to my knowledge when I, when I sat down and was watching it, it just kind of seemed like they rose up four of them left and like walked off to do something and then when they came back they came back to find the whole crew was frozen and they're like, what the hell? The whole crew's huh. frozen over. And then Mr. Freeze comes in and he's just like, not all of them. And then he freezes them. And I was like, oh, shit. And the reason he's pissed is because when they rose up through into his cave, they uh, they destroyed uh, Nora's containment unit. Thus uh, unleashing the deadly disease right. that he had frozen within her to keep her alive. So, you know, she's she's running out of time. She's got like maybe two, three weeks left to live. Uh, and, and Freeze is like, I gotta, you know, he's like, the only thing to say for now is an organ transplant. He's got to take an organ from somebody and he knows that back in Gotham, uh, I think in the, in the animated series or something, I can't remember where this guy comes from, but he knows that there's this man, a broker, um, or an old colleague, um, not a broker. Sorry. Yes, that's what it is. He, uh, he, I think went to med school with this guy, Doctor Gregory Belson, voiced by George Dzunza. There's a lot of D's and Z's in his name. Dzunza. Dzunza. Yeah. Sorry, guy. 
Uh, I'm sure that's wrong. No, it's got to be the only, it's the only way it could be pronounced. The only possible way. <laughs> yeah, Gregory Belson. Uh, he's in a lot of shit right now. He's um, he's he placed a lot of his money in an insider trading tip on a uh, on a certain medicine that's come up and coming, and it's it's completely fucked over his world because the FDA turned around and was like, ah, there's some weird side effects to that disease. We're going to halt or to that drug. We're going to halt that production immediately. Thus making him, uh, Gregory Belson in debt to a lot of people and in debt by a lot, by a huge margin. And so when freeze approaches him and it was just like, Hey man, we got to do an organ transplant my wife to save her life. Gregory Belson's like, well, that list is a mile long. You won't be able to do that. And it was just like, well, not unless we kidnap somebody and, you know, take their fucking organ and he's just like you're talking about killing people it's gonna cost about two million (laughs) dollars because he's a gambler yeah yeah Yeah. but that's how he gets gregory belson on his side Uh, oh he's not just a gambler it's it's more of a stock market thing he had a uh insider tip yeah that's what i said and it went wrong i said all that (laughs) sorry i was looking up how to say his name uh zunza you, you don't pronounce, like, the D's, really. Zunza. Eh. It's Zunza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but um, but that's that's the story, is they need to get a uh, an organ transplant to, to save his daughter, or to save his wife's life, and lo and behold, the only individual, well, not the only individual, but one of the perfect matches in regards to height and weight and gender is... The lovely Barbara Gordon. And so, uh, Mr. Freeze sets out on a plot to kidnap Barbara Gordon, and Batman and Robin have to do some sleuthing to to save her. And that's the synopsis. Right. He also does this with no knowledge that it's Batgirl. So, he is very... he de- They definitely underestimate Barbara, because they have no idea that she's a superhero. <laughs> right. Is this is this Mr. Freeze uh, who's confused? Great... I was I was confused as to who all knew her identity because I didn't know if Batman <clears throat> and Robin even knew who she was <laughs> that she was Batgirl because they don't really talk about it at all. She's never in her oh. costume around them. Well, if it's I felt that it was a sequel to the animated right. series, and I'm pretty sure they know in the okay, animated good. series. I'm pretty sure Batman trains both of them. Yeah. In, in the series yeah I, so yeah. that's what i was going off of i thought they all knew who each other were it's it's very much that could be the case i haven't seen the animated series in about a decade so like oh yeah i, I couldn't remember I, if if they i knew could it be all pulling be- out of my ass well i mean it's, it's yeah. only be the only reason i am like i was confused as to whether or not they knew is because batman and robin and bruce wayne and dick grayson respectively never bring up the fact that they know that she is Batgirl. And the only That's time that fair. they are all working together is in that third act where she is just only Barbara Gordon. And they never want, like they, they always mm. trust her with everything that, you know, needs to happen in regards to like action or something like that. But it just, you know, they never, they never kind of acknowledge their relationship. So that's why I, I left it just like, I don't even know if Bruce and Dick knew who she was. <laughs> I would assume they well, did, but I- there is a moment, if I recall, where she very knowingly talks to Dick in his Robin costume. Okay. Yeah, I feel like she may even have called him Dick. 
Gotcha. That might be the case. It, I, I, do remember maybe, he had uh, a, I do remember he had a, a silly, goofy grin when he came and saw that she was still alive. <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. Yeah. I, I Honestly, coming from the comic books, there's a lot of people who have differing opinions on who Dick Grayson should be with romantically. I am 100% on the Dick Grayson, Barbara Gordon team. Uh, I'm sorry to all those who oh, think yeah. he should be with Starfire, to those who are still pushing for the Wally West combo, even though... I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I would love that to happen too, but I don't think that because that those are my two favorite characters. So if they were to team up romantically, I'm yeah. all for that. But I love his relationship, with Barbara. I think there's a lot of good good qualities there in the comics and in this uh, this movie. I think they do a good job at showing that both of them respect each other's strengths and uh, they work to they work really well together and it's really nice even though they don't get to do that much in this movie it still is enjoyable when that I happens I felt like this is me being a total novice to the DC world right I always felt like Nightwing had maybe had several relationships through the history of the comics yeah because yeah. he's a sexy man he is a very sexy okay. man <laughs> he is uh, yeah he was Yes, he is a very sexy man indeed. <laughs> That's all I'll put it out there. There's a reason I, li- I love Nightwing, and one of them is because of the Mavs, man. But, uh, yeah, he's had a lot of relationships. The two big ones that I can pull off the top of my head are Starfire and Barbara Gordon. You know, because Starfire was... Was that her name? Star Sapphire, maybe? Maybe it's Star Sapphire. Who's the Teen Titans? Is it the Teen Titans is Starfire, I right? thought it was Starfire. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bloop it. Yeah, I just started I just started having doubts. Right here. Started having doubts because I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm saying the name wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Starfire. I was about to lose my, my nerd credits. Princess Coriander, but not spelt like coriander, like the spice. Yeah. It's spelled with K's and an apostrophe before the last R. But I do believe it's still pronounced the same. Or at least I've always pronounced it that way. <laughs> I, I think I, I wouldn't know how else to say that. Right. Coriander. But no. In regards to this movie, I do enjoy the the relationship. I enjoy the the, the only thing that's weird kind of is the Jim Gordon's attitude around it because it's like when she's not there, he's all gung ho yeah. about Dick Grayson, and then when she is there, he's just like, "Now watch yourself, kid." Like, <laughs> <laughs> might just be a joke. Yeah, he's just being the dad. Might just be a joke. But when uh, Barbara is kidnapped, Jim is a little off the handle. We're, you know, like, yeah. obviously he probably should be. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, his character just seemed a little weird in this one. It kind of, actually, the way that he kind of flew off the handle a little bit reminded me uh, of the Chris Nolan, Gary Oldman version mm. a little bit. Because when things like, really got bad with like the joker man yeah that man was unhinged <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean it, the history of him in the comics you know with uh jim and the joker you got the killing joke where he yeah. literally paralyzes his daughter from the waist down this is true i know that doesn't happen in this either either of the franchises the chris nolan franchise or the batman animated franchise but like that history's still there in the books. <laughs> For one second, I almost argued with you, but then I remembered, oh yeah, I was playing Arkham Knight last night. <laughs> 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 uh, 
But yeah, yeah uh, Jim is a little weird in this, and but like I get it when his daughter gets kidnapped. I I get the you know the the sternness that he's had because he's terrified. You know, he's like, well, he's still trying to be the the commissioners, trying to trying to be the policeman. Um, and, and you know, Dick Dick tried really hard to save save uh, Barbara when she was kidnapped. I love that scene. You know, he goes on a big chase. He gives a gives a guy his uh, Corvette <laughs> so he could steal his moped. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And then out of nowhere, when when Dick Garrison is uh, skids off the road and should just fall over the cliff, there's a random tree that is somehow growing on a very narrow spot of the cliffside that is constantly disappearing from all the wide shots. It's not there at all in any of the wide <laughs> shots, but it's there when he needed it, and that's all that mattered. <laughs> I definitely did not see. I that. just I remember when they showed the they showed the wide shot of like the curving road and there's nothing on the side of it at all. And then he goes off the side. And he just like there's a tree there and he just catches the tree. And I'm like, where the fuck that tree come from? And then they show when he gets back to the road, he like looks around and there's no fucking tree behind him at all. Like, like, <laughs> I'm like he's fucking Robin. Figure no something continuity. out. Just have him have him go out, and he's uh, just like maybe he just skidded. Maybe he just skidded to a stop in the original like cut of the animation, and people are like, "That's not very climactic." Yeah, that's not bold. Let's enough. have him drive off the cliff. What's that? Yeah, but here's the thing: <laughs> is if you have him drive off the cliff instead of just having a random tree appear. He's fucking Robin. Just have him pull a damn grappling gun out of his ass. Like, I'm sure he still has something on him and just like, you know. Yeah, like, I don't think they go in public super naked. Yeah. They're they're too they're too much Boy Scouts for that. Right? They gotta have, like, some kind of hidden battering and, and stuff like that, you know? Just in case they're ever attacked. Yeah, always attacked. I mean, we get, what? We had 85 days uh, <laughs> or... Uh, of whatever they have in the animated series. And if we're to believe that that there's more than these events, because they deal with small-time crime, too, right. these guys are busy. They are busy, man. <laughs> and they don't have time for relationships, either, as, as Bruce Wayne <laughs> proves at the beginning when he just completely shuns his yeah. date. Oh, I'm busy tonight, but I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what you said the last time, Bruce. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, man, I do want to talk about another thing about the animation, which I, I think we got to blame the original comics on this. Mm -hmm. Bruce and Dick look too much alike. Oh, yeah. And honestly, so does the body type of Jim. Jim has the same, like, body type as both of them right yeah if he didn't have completely different colored hair and a mustache and glasses yeah 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 <laughs> you know like all the other features like the only thing that's different between them is obviously bruce is a little bit bigger and his nose has more angles and uh he's got a, just a couple more lines mm -hmm. but nobody has eyes of eyes of whites <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has whites in their eyes, uh, besides the women. Only the women do. Even when they have different eye color, like the, the doctor, Dr. Gregory, whatever his name is. Yeah. His eyes were blue, but he still didn't have any whites of his eyes. It was just an eye, irises and pimp, uh, pimples. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what are words? Irises and pupils. While 
Dick and Bruce both have dark eyes, but are so they just have these black dots. Right. And and their hairdos are too similar. Anyways, at some point in the beginning at that party or whatever they're at, Bruce leaves and um all of a sudden he comes back in and my wife was like, "Oh, wait a minute. I really thought that was <laughs> Batman the whole time." Right. Uh, and I was wondering why why is he hitting on Barbara? That seems so weird. <laughs> I will I will say cuz I just I just did a real quick research of it. There is one very key identifying difference between them and it's their chins. Bruce Wayne has a thick fucking chin right. and Robin's got a little dimpy thing. So there is that, that's is like true. the only the only identifying factor is their chin and their voices. <laughs> uh but it definitely uh I I recall as a kid being thrown by yeah that. yeah they are they are like way what, too similar when i watched this movie or the animated series sometimes too but it was a little bit easier in the animated series because i feel like they were in their costume world yeah and i also um another thing that's always bothered me by a lot of the dc animated and a lot of other animations too not just in the dc world but i can't stand the body builds of these people because it's just like you know bruce robin uh bruce dick jim gordon all the men basically have these like thick ass fucking shoulders and then like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it comes down into kind of like a, um, uh, an upside down, like a, like a diamond kind of shape, you know, to their legs. Right. And then all of the women are basically hourglasses. <laughs> like, yep. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's very, it's very cut and paste for every, for their gender. And it's always bothered me because it's like, you see Bruce Wayne like that. And I'm just like, at first, it's just like, well, how does nobody know that Batman's Bruce Wayne? I'll look at their body builds. But then you see that Harvey Bullock's the same, even though he's fat. He still has the exact yeah. same shoulder thing. Jim Gordon has the same thing. I'm just right. like, man, they are all, they are all too jacked in this world. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely. I mean, it, I'm sure it was because they had to put out 60 episodes in one year. Right, right. Yeah, you just copy-paste a, a framework and then draw through there. Right. Well, are we ready for closing statements? Yeah, I think we are. Um, personally, I, I had never seen this one before. This was a, a new animation for me, so that, that was always exciting. I love new, uh, new animated films. But the plot does seem kind of thin. Uh, I mean, it's only an hour and like 10 minutes. It's a very short yeah. thing. But they've they've just they've used this the the Doctor Freeze like his plot, just it, it, this is like the third time I think in the in the movies at least and uh, including the animated series I mean but it's just it's too thin it's just like there, there's got to be more there you can't just get by that he's just like always trying to save his wife and then the one thing I like is how in the end ending of this movie there is progress in that story so maybe in future editions there's going to be more change. But the, the, the plot itself, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't wow me anymore. Um, but at the same time, I still love the um, the detective feel. There's a lot of good sleuthing going on in this movie. Uh, I love Barbara right. Gordon being a badass in and of herself. You know, she she might have been kidnapped, but she's fighting hard to escape, you know, every, every second. Yeah, I really liked those scenes, yeah. actually. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to talk about. Like, there's a particular scene where... They take her. They take her to this room, and uh, they chain. Did they? I don't know if this is before or after they chain her to something. Mm. But she starts jumping on the bed, and is really getting some height out of it. And like 
really trying just to reach this this pipe above yeah. her. Uh, I thought it was to do some acrobatic shit and get out, but it, the pipe either broke or she wanted just the pipe to have a weapon. No, she. That, they came in right when she succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Too. She, she, uh, in that scene, she got up into the duct vent. She used the pipe to pull herself up to oh, the duct okay. vent. She did get out. Yeah, she got okay. out in that scene. Later yeah. on, um, I think <clears throat> either it's either before or after that moment, they chained her to the bed. I think it's after the moment. Um, but they chain her, and then she 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 somehow gets the chain broken loose. Oh, he he unlocks it. That's what he's leading her to the to the surgery. He unlocks her right her chain, right. and then she uses that as a weapon. I'm just like, God damn, Barbie, you're the best. Like, <laughs> she, yeah, she's a fighter. Yes. And I love that. I loved seeing her, even though she got kidnapped. She's not a damsel in distress. She doesn't need Batman and Robin. She can almost get out by herself, and she pretty much does. Uh, she does receive help from right. others, but. Um, it's, it's great. It's, they, they utilize Barbara really well. And, you know, Victor Freeze, Bruce Wayne, uh, all those characters, they're all really well done. It's just the, the plot, the, the Freeze's motivation. It's just like, they need to build on that more. Cause at this point I'm already just like, yeah, well, it's better than the Batman and Robin film. They definitely utilize the emotions of his, uh, his predicament much better in this, but it's fine. It's it, I give it two and a half stars. You know, I, I love the animation, even though some of that CGI stuff felt a little woofy, but it's still good. It's still a fine yeah. film. Definitely tater tot safe. Yeah. And I would say I give it a face. It, it is a very watchable movie, very quick movie. No reason not to check it out, especially if you like Mr. Freeze. It's a, it is another chapter in that. But I do feel like you're right about the motivation. I feel like there needs to be another step or maybe his actual discovery of what Nora needs. Like, give us that scene because they def- they skip that. Mm-hmm. They go from the interaction with the soldiers in the submarine to him kidnapping Barbara Gordon. That's the next time we see Mr. Freeze. It, it's him. The next time actually is when he recruits Gregory Belson. The doctor, and then they, oh, and then they kidnap. Okay. Uh, Barbara. That's right. Yeah, but right. they still don't. They still but don't. Still. Yeah, because he just like when he kidnaps Gregory Belson, he's just like, I need a transplant. It's just like, oh, that's quick. I thought she was crushed right. by rocks. Like, right. <laughs> right. Like, who knows what's wrong with her? Yeah. Um, they don't even like mention what the disease is. I don't think, and maybe they don't in the animated series at all. Yeah, that maybe she's just sick with a rare disease. I don't know. Right, I can't remember it. But I think it's McGregor's disease or something in the in the other movie from yeah. last week. Yeah, that sounds um, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? That uh, there's a lot of uh, blasphemous things in that movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> What was I saying? I don't know. It wasn't about Barbara. We talked about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Freeze's motivation. I would say I I would like it to have more time before he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill this person. Right. uh, Because my wife needs this. I, I just feel like his character is a lot more empathetic than that. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Especially if you look at the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> interpretation. Right. His, his heart is frozen over. That wasn't Arnold at all. <laughs> but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Sean Connery. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I agree but, with yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's what I have to say about this movie. It's not the best Batman thing out there, but it's definitely not the worst. It's it's very watchable. Yeah. I don't know that it would make the top half of the list or not, because we're not done yet. Nope, there's still about fifty more to go, but we're not gonna watch all of them, people. We're gonna we're gonna split it up. We're gonna go back to other playlists and everything, but we will still have more Batman for you in the next uh next coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. That's always fun and exciting. Hell yeah. Uh, we also have Very Important coming up in about a week or so. I don't know when, when exactly we'll drop it, but we'll let you know when we get that finalized. But we're going to have a Patreon-exclusive episode where we catch you up on the latest things we've seen, the latest movies I've seen in the theaters, the latest uh, television shows The Faces Leon has seen in the past month. That's right. I've also watched a couple movies. Oh, fabulous. But they're not brand new movies. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, and if you want to be a part of that, if you want to listen to that exclusive episode, head on down to patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You do have to sign up for our $10 a month tier to, to be uh, eligible. That's right. And we would greatly appreciate your pledge to us for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, there is a tier exclusive placard with our logo that we would send to you. And also you'd get to make suggestions and then vote upon the subject matter of the monthly potato pit, mm-hmm. our patron-inspired episode. Think of the power. Think of the power at your fingertips. If you, if you, even if you just do a two dollar, right. two dollar bid a, a month, you get the vote on that power. You know that's still power in and of itself. That's right. That's still power. We're talking. I mean, five dollars a month, guys, and you could suggest that we watch the centipede movie. Oh God! You yeah. could then vote upon that and get outvoted, hopefully by everybody. Else. Hopefully, <laughs> but it is still power. Yeah, you can make it us watch the Leprechaun films. There's so many... I would honestly be down. For I that. would too. But I want. <laughs> I want that to be a suggestion. That's got to come from the Patreons. That yeah. can't just be something we dive I into. See. I see. Yeah, there's. You got to work there's hard for us to watch them, some though. shitty I films. I feel like that is a a playlist. And, like and if we like have six. a Patreon suggest that playlist, I'm willing. I'm all down for it. But any of you just casual listeners, if yeah. you suggest bad films to to torture us with, we'll laugh. We'll be like, that would be fun, wouldn't it? Because it would be fun. But we won't do it. <laughs> Not unless we're paid for it. <laughs> he's, he's drawing the line in the sand. I'm drawing the line. So I, I think we finished our show with uh, that very threatening note. <laughs> and <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Indeed. I have been the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.